Okay, so you know how like Cinderella and Prince Charming, at the end of the movie, the Disney classic, they like drive away in a car. No, or it's like a horse-drawn carriage or whatever. It's not a car because this is <laughs> set before the days of automobiles. Any hoodle. Um, so they drive away and you're like, oh, they're just happily ever after. They're just going into the sunset to live happily ever after. I want to do a sequel where, like, <laughs> you realize Cinderella is actually trapped in her marriage. Like, Prince Charming has actually no charm. He has no emotional language. <clears throat> like someone else I know. Um, or maybe even worse, he, like, and then there's someone that lures, oh, I like that, there's someone that lures Cinderella away, who has the emotional language, who has the way of talking and the way of manipulating. I feel like Anna, actually, I feel like a, a fool, like Anna, I feel like a fool. But in this story, of Cinderella and Prince Charming. Charming really does love her, but he just doesn't know how to say it. And she really does love him, but she doesn't know what's wrong with their marriage. And so when this other guy lures her away, or it could be a girl, it might be an interesting dynamic, I don't know. I'm just sticking with guy because that's the real story. This other guy lures her away and uses Mm. just the fucking sexiest talk you've ever heard <laughs> that you didn't think it would be a reality and then you're like oh that feels really good um i want this life please uh, <laughs> you know and you're like this this is it this is what i want you are what i want i will give up everything i want you i want that i've never had this before yes this is like heaven to me I still don't regret, oh, I said that to my husband, I should have said, I still don't regret, like, being like, yeah, I would have left everything for this other guy. Because to, to in that moment, that relationship and that love felt so real. So real. And as I was doing the work to figure myself out, he couldn't handle himself and his emotions and his insecurities. So many insecurities. Oh my God. And I told him I would be there for you. I love you. I will be here for you. Just share. Just tell me what's going on. I loved him. I really did. I fell, I just fall, like I fell, I know that feeling now so well where you just are like, ah, oh, I've reached my safe place. This person finally feels like a safe place. Safe. And you'd hold me, you'd hold me, and tell me everything would be okay, that he's always there. And I knew I was getting anxiously attached because I'm very self-aware. Like, I didn't like this. I did not want to be the girl who was, like, 
falling head over heels for some guy. I thought I was stronger than that. <laughs> I watched all the rom-coms and I watched all the movies and I watched the, all this stuff and I was like, no, damn it, I'm not going to let this happen to me. No, no, I don't want, I don't want to just fold over and be like, okay, I'm helplessly in love and I'm going to be just like this crazy ex-girlfriend, like Rebecca Bloom or whatever, Rachel, Rachel Bloom, Rebecca Bunch, that's it, her, t her TV show name is Rebecca Bunch, that's it, her real name is Rachel Bloom, um, I'm not going to be like this because that's not who I want to be, <laughs> so I want, and I even told him this, I want to be like my wild self, like I love myself, I love being wild, I love being like fun and free and doing all the things I do, but I also want to act honorably and nobly and like make sure that I'm not hurting people, make sure that it's, I'm doing what is right, according to my standard of right, and that's the thing, people have different standards and different values, and we can't force everyone to hold to our values, we can't force it because that's manipulation, that's abuse, so Let's not, let's not make people believe what we want them to believe. We believe it for us, and they believe it for them. And that's got to be good enough. So anyway, getting back to how I deconstructed this whole love-soulmate relationship thing. So yes, I, I could recognize I was getting anxiously attached, and I was trying to, you know, as they say, take every thought captive, like literally take every thought and like kind of split it off into my brain as like, okay, what, like, let's break this down. What does this look like? Um, why is this happening in my brain? Why do I just constantly keep going to the negative pathway, negative pathway? And I, you know, challenged every single thought because thoughts are real and tangible in a way we can't measure. Um, but they are real and they have weight and they have energy with them and I didn't want any of the negative energy anymore so I deconstructed a lot of beliefs about like soulmates you know like why do we believe that one one person is out there magically meant for us like because that's what I was like but he could be the only one who's out there for me and I'm like that's bunk like that's a load of garbage there's only one person that you can get along with in your in this life for the rest of your life? Like, no. Oh, but but he's the he's the special and he's so chosen. No, that's pathetic, is what that is. <laughs> get over yourself. He's not. You are an amazing person who has qualities that can get along with anyone. And you don't believe in yourself enough to like get out there and believe like go do it. And I'm trying to turn this into some, I don't know if I want this to be funny or if I want this to be serious. I'm kind of walking the fence between both and I don't really know. Because it is funny, but it's also serious. It's funny and serious. It's funny because it's just so damn ironic. We've been cultured and indoctrinated into thinking we have Prince Charming and a Cinderella and a happily ever after, and that one day the man will magically come and sweep us off our feet. The masculine, the hero who will save us from, oh, we're just fawning over here. Oh, we need a savior. We need a rescuer. No, fuck that. 
Disney movies have changed. The feminine, the empath, they find their own masculine energy. They balance themselves out. They don't need no man. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds like they don't need no man. We got like Elsa, who is the ice queen, but yet she's tormented. Why is she tormented? Her mother and dad, her father, mother and father passed away and she's traumatized. She thought she did it. She thought she was the reason. Her badness, her demon within her, her evilness, her iciness, her standoffishness. And she believed in herself that she was bad because she hurt her sister when her sister was little. And then her parents died. And so she lived with guilt for the rest of her life. She believed she was bad unless she was. So finally, she had to leave. She had to leave. She was like, I need to be on my own and I need to, I can't follow these rules any longer. I need to live by my own rules. I thought I was bad. I did. For so long, and now the Junkos and the Cardinals are coming over to cheer me up and I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you. <laughs> You're totally... I know. I'm... I'll be okay. We just didn't recognize our power for so long. And we felt so alone. I couldn't leave. I love people too much. I kind of wish I wasn't Elsa. Like, I kind of wish I could have just, like, walked away from, you know, even my marriage. Like, not, not that I, now, I don't think that. But, like, I'm surprised I didn't. I'm surprised I, because there were multiple times where I was like, I, I want to go. I want to just go on my own. I want to leave because I'm too toxic. I'm too negative. I'm too depressed for someone like him. I can't get my act together. I'm holding him back. I'm worse. I'm the failure. I have to discharge a lot of negative energy. And the birds are helping me through it. Thank you. This negative energy is how puppies know you're upset or how dogs will come close to you when you're upset. They can read it. Nature reads us. And we can read it if we just pay attention. <laughs> we just have to pay attention. We just have to listen and see what most people don't see. And that's the magic. <sighs> Bird, you're still sitting there. What do you want? I'm just tired. You know, it might not even be a bird because my eyes are so bad right now. <laughs> that reminds me of one of my favorite stories. I bet it isn't a bird. It's so funny. I'm like, that bird is not moving. <laughs> 
when I um, was doing the cuckoo project in California. I was so sure I found the cuckoo's roost spot that one morning. And I was like, oh, I heard it. Do like the early morning cock calls. And it's like, yes, yes, this is it. I am the king and queen biologist. I have found the cuckoo roost spot, which will get us closer and closer to the nest location. And so I treat, once we triangulate the nest based on the morning exchange where I think the father comes in. I don't remember. Anyway, doesn't matter right now. I have done it. And so I'm like sitting there all morning long, like waiting for the sun to come up, staring at this bird. I'm like, it's really, it's really cool. That's really it. Like, <laughs> magic. I'm like, this is really it. This is really the bird. And then as the sun comes up, it slowly, but surely dawns on me that it is but a leaf. Just a really, really cuckoo looking leaf. And I felt like the biggest loser. And I felt like trash. And I felt like horrible biologist. Like, I just started beating myself up because that's how my brain is. If you make a mistake, anything at all, any slight, anything that might be perceived as bad, any like passing comment that you made to a friend that you're now thinking about in the middle of the night, oh, what did she hurt? Did I hurt her feelings? Anything, oh, especially when it comes to men, masculine energy is like you, if you think you did something wrong, you will always find a way to blame yourself. And then you'll reach out to this person and be like, oh, it could have been me. I bet I did that. I bet I bet I messed up. I messed up. I messed up. And let's say all the ways that you messed up. While yet the other person takes no responsibility whatsoever. Until you just assume the best in them. Oh, I assume. Yeah, I assumed he was a good person this whole time. I really deep down believe that. And I loved him. And I respected his wish for space. I left him alone. I tried to send positive, upbeat, encouraging messages. I left him alone when he didn't want them. I respected the hell out of that guy. I supported him in all these other things. I passed along job information. I I did as much as I could with the pain I was feeling to let him know I cared about him because I love people. It's what I do. Like I said in my email, I just do. And he let that happen for so long until I come to find out. He had literally been cheating on me this whole time and you feel just so betrayed. Sure, he was honest with his wife. Cool. You don't get to lie to someone else then and make them think that you love them like you did to me. Boy, child. You don't get to do that to people. Mm -mm. And my feminine energy reached its limit. I could not be empathetic and compassionate anymore. 
I gave it all I got. But I'm done with him. Until he admits what he did. And he may not ever sign with me. Truly, truly, what goes on comes around. Like I said in my Instagram post, let's take kind and humble. Guys, the meek shall inherit the earth. This negative energy won't be tolerated this year.